Hello and welcome to episode 49 of the Dial Up Movie Club. I'm your host Matthew and with me as always we got Drew. Drew, how are you doing this week? I'm doing pretty good. I found out I graduate May 7th, so um, yep, that's I'm exciting. Ex- I'm excited to move on, uh, not I have know. to deal with the class. Yep, I yep. know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Man, that's awesome. Yeah, that'll be nice. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't really think I did anything this week. I think I was just kind of uh, exhausted after Vegas, all yeah. that walking, so... Yeah, just kind of kept it chill. Good cool down week for you. Yep. yep. Nice. Nice. Well, speaking of people who are keeping it chill, we got Dean. Dean, how are you doing this week? I'm doing pretty all right. I uh, I would say good, but I did just have pretty much a whole week of being home sick. Yeah, you were so, in the gutter. Hope yeah, you're doing I'm, okay. I'm good now. Okay. I think today is the first pretty good day. That's good. That's good. You watched some Wallace and Gromit? I I watched all those tapes. Nice. I wouldn't miss out on a single moment of Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> That's awesome, buddy. I'm What's your Wallace you. and Gromit review? Um well, you're I'm pretty sure you know, right, that he's the um he made I think he made like Flush the Way. He made Chicken yeah. Run. Ard Man like, Studios, I believe. Oh, I I just know um I think it's actual name like the guy himself is wallace park no wait what was his name (laughs) i think nick park nick park okay yeah yeah i'm pretty sure it's ardman studios is the studio name that he uh, founded but But, yeah wallace and gromit it's a it's a good time it's a good family movie that's like 30 minutes for the shorts i actually haven't gotten my wear rabbit in the mail mm. oh is that, that was... gonna be on vhs too no that so the story about that i was gonna but turns out it's a pretty rare vhs like it's like nine hundred dollars oh so Yikes. i got the dvd dang dang DVD's who knew the wear rabbit was such a collector's item yeah damn well, it was supposed to be DVD with the tapes, but I opened the box and it was just the tapes. Ooh. And I was like, oh, what's up with that? Message the guy. I'm like, where's the DVD? And he says, oh, I forgot about that. Now he's going to ship that. So good nice. thing I reached out. Okay. okay. That's good. Dang. Well, I'm sorry. That happened in general. Man forgot to ship you the most important stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> well, that's good anything else that's that's it that's it. nice nice well you both had chill weeks i had chill week too i don't really have anything else to say but i watched song the hedgehog 2 again uh it's wow. still good still all good. right cool. I, cool, I, cool, I, cool I still approve i usually seeing a movie a second time my opinion changes one way or the other this time i was just like yeah it's still good i didn't find anything good or badder about it gooder or badder uh, but yeah, uh, enough about me because we have a guest this week because we have to round out war month, of course, and how we do it every month is with a guest and this is no different. And I've never had this many issues with trying to 
put a bow around our guests. Like usually it's just like, yeah, they do a podcast or uh, they're a director, but she is a director, a writer, a producer, an author. That's the same as writer, but different. And uh, <laughs> Twitch streamers. She, she does so much. She wears so many hats and I'm so happy she could make time to be on our show. Welcome to the club, Crystal Storm. Crystal, how are you doing this week? That was an amazing intro, and I'm now going to hire you as my like hype person, my PR person. Like that's it, you've got the job. Ooh, that's what I'm go, here man. for. That's what I'm here for. That's it. Big gig. Yeah, that was a great bow. Thank you. I'm I'll just wear follow my you around. Proudly. Follow you around with like a sign and a hat. That says Crystal's awesome. <laughs> Listen, I I need this in my life. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Yep. <laughs> Great. Uh, thank you guys so much for having me on the podcast. I have listened to a couple episodes. Yeah, no, I am a fan. So that was that was great. That was great. I follow you guys on Twitter and stuff. So I'm I'm stoked to be here. Which everyone should do at Club Dial. Uh, Yeah, they should. (laughs) (laughs) You do anything fun? Uh, no, it's been a lot of work uh, this week and procrastination because I have ADHD. So it's been work and procrastination and then stress, right. And then you stress about the stuff that you didn't do. And then you just exhausted. And there's like a full moon tonight. I was actually trying to get some work done earlier and I have stopped because today is the brand day of everything is trash and nothing is going to be good enough. So I'm like, "Mm, not a good day to edit. So Mm. I'm just going to get on this podcast and hang out with the fellas. And then after this, I'll figure out something nice to do. That sounds like a plan. (laughs) Do something for yourself. Go see Sonic the Hedgehog (laughs) 2. I will be going to see uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. As you should. Oh oh my God, Michelle Yeoh, like we stand her in this house. So She was amazing in it. Uh, That whole movie is incredible. I think you'll like it a lot. Matt, I might break your heart, but I think I want to see that before Sonic 2. No, I don't even blame you. I don't okay. blame you. <laughs> right. It good. sounds good. It seems like it's a good watch. No, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is one, like, you could wait till it goes on streaming. Yeah, or that's what DVD I kind of intended. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, Crystal, you are working on so many amazing things. And uh, the big thing right now, which I am so proud to say I'm a tiny little bit a part of, but you are pulling... 99% of the way I, I'll pull a little bit um Star Wars legacy audio drama you want to tell people about that uh yeah so anybody who's a fan of Star Wars the Old Republic or Star Wars or just audio fiction in general um check out legacy it is uh it's uh, a Star Wars audio drama based off of the MMO and based off of a fan fiction that I wrote years and years and years and years and years ago back when like Swotar was really good and people who play the game they know what I'm talking about um and uh yeah I just I just uh, I decided that I wanted to get into some audio fiction and I had that kind of waiting in the wings and I'm like well if you're gonna jump into audio fiction you might as well start with Star Wars because mm-hmm. hey Star Wars um and I got wonderful people like yourself and a bunch of other different voice actors to lend their amazing talents to this and it's been fun it's uh, we're getting such a great response from it that I am just I am so pumped because it's one of my favorite stories it features original characters um original storylines even though I pull a lot from from the game um but it's yeah it's i'm I'm excited about it i'm like stupidly excited about it i'm not a big star wars fan but even i think that sounds pretty kick-ass sounds mm-hmm. fun yeah i would you know what if you're not a star wars fan like i really want you to listen to it and like tell me what you think of it because if i can pull in people who are like don't give a crap about star wars and they actually like this i'll just that's it oh yeah you can't yeah, tell no. me nothing like i'm the bum <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah i i do really and i've had some like advertisement towards audio dramas like i've listened to some like official like the wolverine one i listened to wasn't a huge fan of and i've also listened to some really good ones so when you say like oh like a star wars uh fan fiction audio drama at first it's like eh, i don't know how good that's gonna be but there are two episodes out that i've listened to and both are phenomenal like the voice acting has been incredible the sound mixing every everything is it's almost like eclipsing what i've heard from like official studio audio dramas so i am incredibly impressed with how this is and i am I'm looking forward to seeing where the story goes. Like I'm, I'm in it and I'm like gripping my seat of like, what's going to happen next. So yeah, this is incredible. And everyone should go check that out. That is really high praise because I have edited podcasts before, you know, you know how to do that. Uh, but this is my first time doing an audio drama. So I listened to a lot of audio dramas before I jumped into this to see if it was something I can do. And because I have like anybody with ADHD also, I think a lot of us also have that level of perfectionism that is terrible. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I was trying to be realistic about what I myself could accomplish because I'm um, like Matthew said, like I'm, I'm doing all the, the sound editing and the Foley work and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, well, let's, 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 let's spin it like this. Let's say that it's going to be, an audiobook with voice actors and I'll add sound effects. So I don't put like that heavy pressure on myself because like you said, some of the, some of the audio fiction out there is really good. Like mm-hmm. real, I mean, you know, some of it's like, eh, but then other, it just sounds amazing. So I was like, if I can at least, you know, get accomplish a little bit of that, hopefully like the story and the voice acting will make up for any of my, you know, shortcomings with the fact this is my very first time, like actually making an audio drama. Um, so for you to say that it sounds great, I'm just like, score, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to be able to keep it going for two seasons? I don't know, but I'm going to try. <laughs> hey, you know, we, everyone would love to see it. Everyone would love to see it keep going. Yes. Um, but yeah, that is, that is incredible. Dean, Drew, you got anything you want to ask Crystal for is yours? Um, what is your favorite Star Wars movie? Hey, club members, it's Matthew. Now, as many of you know, I'm getting married next year, and I want to fit into a tux and most of all look good in it for those photos. So I've been having to prioritize my own health a lot more, eating healthier, getting rid of sodas and walking more. And one of the biggest helps for me has been Liquid IV. Liquid IV is the category-winning hydration brand fueling your well-being, and the Hydration Multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. In just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. Use it first thing in the morning, before a workout, when you feel run down, after a long night out, or on long flights. I love how it makes me feel after a workout. This stuff refreshes you. I love all the flavors, but let me tell you two of my favorites. One, the new strawberry lemonade flavor. Fantastic. And if I'm feeling a little more classic, I go with the pina colada. One stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. There are 12 delicious, refreshing flavors to keep your hydration routine exciting, which contain five essential vitamins. B3, B5, B6, 
B12, and vitamin C, with three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. Made with premium ingredients, non-GMO, and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Liquid IV believes that equitable access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. Liquid IV partners with leading organizations for innovative solutions to help communities protect both their water and their futures. To date, Liquid IV has donated over 39 million servings in 50-plus countries around the world. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code DIALUP at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DIALUP at liquidiv.com. Ooh, uh, okay, so I am, I love endings, so Return of the Jedi has mm. been my favorite, like Empire okay. Strikes Back, I would say is the best Star Wars movie, um, but I would say that Return of the Jedi is just my favorite, because there's just something about endings, and something about that scene with Luke and Darth Vader that's just like, it's just, yeah. Just Actually, Rise of Skywalker is the ending. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Way you know, the guy. mood was so high, and then you just like and I don't even like mind Rise of Skywalker that much, but it, no. you took it so <laughs> I've been I've been honestly a Rise of Skywalker apologist since it came out. And yeah, I, I, I don't talk about it much, but people talk about how bad it is and i get scared so i feel like i have to jump on the bad bandwagon and bash it so <laughs> do you, do, yeah uh, no, I, I um i just don't talk about it that much because i have i was very passionately like i hate the last jedi i'm very passionate about same that. yeah and it, but it's my first star wars movie that i ever hate so when i actually hated it i'm like oh my god i'm a real star wars fan now because the prequels <laughs> like seriously because like the prequels didn't like i didn't love them but i didn't hate them the way that people like hate yes. the prequels you know i was like whatever i'm like revenge of the sith looks good why y'all tripping um so like when i watched it <laughs> and i finally there was finally like star wars material that i was like oh my god this can just die in a dumpster fire i was like yeah i'm a star wars fan now um, <laughs> Um, and, but then like Rise of the Skywalker came out and I was like, hey, it's okay. I mean, it wasn't yeah. like, I, I was I. it was, you know, it was, it was, it's what happens when you, when you don't have the same director make the three movies that are supposed to be connected. Yeah. And you don't have <laughs> a plan like, for yeah, a trilogy. Know, I don't understand what <laughs> Disney was thinking. Like you can't get somebody, you can't get two egos like JJ Abrams and Ryan Johnson and think that they're going to make, they're going to tell a cohesive story. Yeah. I don't know who was in charge of that, but maybe don't do that anymore. <laughs> I, I think I like rise of Skywalker so much because 90% of it is just undoing the last Jedi. Yes. It, it's like, don't <laughs> worry that that actually isn't staying around. We're doing well, listen, listen, you know what? It's only fair. Cause the last Jedi took everything that happened in the force awakened and just took a big poop on it. Yep, so and... really the trilogy, the, the new trilogy just becomes two directors, like, like passively, aggressively, like, like I don't know, creatively yelling at each other. I don't even know what the right word is, but it's it's I don't whatever. <laughs> it's yeah, Return it's, of the Jedi is a great movie. Watch that. <laughs> yeah, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, it used to be my favorite, but then I rewatched all of them, and I think Revenge of the Sith is my favorite. I just think that's a it's it's a great, it's, it's, it's corny, great. it's meany, but it's a lot of fun. And, I think uh, so. It's epic. I think I mentioned before 
I feel like, unfortunately, I've only seen number two. Oh, that's why. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only one we owned. Oh, no. Oh, man. Well, I know a certain Caleb that wants to change that for you. Yeah, listen. I mean, I feel like there's, if you're going to like, you know, if you're not really into Star Wars and you want to jump into Star Wars, just watch the original trilogy, like just for the nostalgia Mm -hmm. and just know that we know about the plot holes and we don't care because lightsabers and then maybe like watch the clone wars like some of the new stuff is really great you know but don't don't watch the pre you could skip the prequels if you don't like star wars you don't have to watch that and definitely don't watch the new shit don't just 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 skip it yeah (laughs) original trilogy so she's saying out of like 12 (laughs) movies watch three of them watch three of them the rest like especially if you don't like star wars you can just bypass them i would say yeah watch the original trilogy clone wars and maybe the mandalorian that's just good show good there you go it is it is is. Um, and then play the lego game and and play the lego game for the rest of the story yes (laughs) it's a good time (laughs) oh man dean you got anything Oh, I was going to say what came to my mind right off the bat. I don't mean any offense. I don't think there will be any. Um, Is there any licensing you have to do to do something Star Wars related? Yeah, that's fair. That's a really fair question. So you cross your fingers and in the end (laughs) credits, you make sure that you let Disney know that this is fan fiction. All right. And while also letting Disney know that there are original characters that came out of my brain. So if you would like to buy them, they are available. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, so technically it falls under and like all fan fiction like technically you can't really do (laughs) but normally people don't like normally authors don't get mad at you for it so it's kind of like you know uh, I mean there have been interesting instances where like Star Wars content got too popular and Disney was like whoa Mm -hmm. whoa that's no you can't be doing that anymore so I actually kind of hope that we get to that level because I kind of want to cease and desist letter from Disney (laughs) I really I mean because you know it'd be great for my voice actors it's great for you know me as your creator you know whatever it's good traction exactly a sideways what is it a business idea something it's, like that right 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 i mean but the bigger ideal and like the bigger dream is for you know for somebody at disney to call me up and be like hey you actually made a female jedi wielder that's kind of cool kind of like ahsoka yeah, so maybe we should do a story and i'm like yes you should <laughs> ahsoka is pretty cool I yeah ah- ahsoka is amazing she is she is absolutely amazing so she wants that that mouse knock at her door. I do. I do want the mouse to come back. Then I can take my voice actors and we can do more audio dramas. And plus, you know, it's just Star Wars. And I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. So mm-hmm. um, it, it, it'd be great. It'd be great to see these characters in, in like official Star Wars canon. I'd love that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. No, I think you should start ending your podcast with you claiming to be George Lucas. Yeah. Just still (laughs) trying to make stuff. new ideas listen i'm gonna i'm gonna fire some shot i'm gonna i'm gonna brag a little bit about myself um mm-hmm. my dialogue is so much better oh. <laughs> yes, I'm good. listen i said it i i stick by it i said what i said no you're right you're it's right fair. it's fair <laughs> listen he is a genius and we all bow down to him and man it's awesome to have a world like star wars to create it but i can do better dialogue yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Speaking of a movie with better dialogue than the prequels, you brought us Battle Los Angeles. Did. And uh, this movie came out in 2011, directed by Jonathan Lieb- Liebsman. Liebsman. I was shocked to see that this name was not Michael Bay. Um, yeah. yeah. Yep. I I I never looked through like all production lists, but for this movie, I dug through the credits looking for Michael Bay's fingers on this movie never touched it but later on uh Liebsman would direct the Ninja Turtles live action movie which Michael Bay did produce so they have worked together and they Makes sense they mm-hmm. sure would be buddies I bet oh yeah they would <laughs> um but I want to start off with our IMDB game which is a game where we uh come together and we go on IMDb. That website, people can go on and rate a movie on scale one to 10, decimal points included. And it averages out all the votes and gives us a nice little number. So uh, Alex won last episode for Crawl. And I won the episode before that. But Dean before that one. So Dean, you got a guess for Battle Los Angeles? All righty. Um, 2011. I think... So there were scenes in this, I'm just going to say right off the bat, where um, it had like good shots and then shots that weren't believable to me, like good mix of the both. And I wonder if people would have thought about that then 2011, I don't think so as much. So I'm going to give it a higher, a higher rating. I'm going to go about 7.2, just because... I think for the time, people would have thought this is pretty exciting. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Okay. And I will say there was a bit of a debacle where Drew accidentally sent the IMDb score in the chat. Um, I didn't see Looking it. at it now, that score he sent was the wrong score. So it is different oh, than the oh, one he sent. There, you go. there so you go. There you go. Don't worry about it being unfair. But Drew, you got a guess for the IMDb score of Battle Los Angeles? Uh, yes, I would say a six. All right, solid six. Crystal, you got a guess? I tend to sometimes have suspect taste in movies, so I'm, this is going to be difficult. You know what? <laughs> you know what? Screw it. Eight. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Going for the high. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dean somewhere in the middle and Drew going for the low. But this movie had a 5.7. <laughs> out of oh, 10 giving drew that's pretty close to drew the i'm, win. I'm well, still right. suspicious about drew winning that's my first <laughs> win I've picked up in a while and hey i i really did not see the score because i didn't even notice that till matt said something about it i was like shoot <laughs> no but i mean that was different than the score that was on the picture anyway so i count nice. that as a fair win and man yeah, 5.9. That is the lowest. We keep, I feel like I keep saying that, but that is the lowest IMDb score we've had on a movie yet. And really, I am basically judging that my new scale is if it is higher or lower than Van Wilder. And the fact that yeah. this is lower oh. than Van Wilder. I'm bringing you guys real winners here. I feel very, 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 very awesome. Crazy. <laughs> I don't think it deserves to be lower than Van Wilder by any means. <laughs> Oh. yeah i agree no. i don't think i've ever seen van wilder not high don't oh, okay <laughs> yeah. oh, okay okay keep it that way it, yeah. it probably helps 
<laughs> oh, yeah, man. But Drew, since you won our IMDb game, you want to give your initial thoughts first? Yeah. Um, so ha- ha- I'm, I've heard of this movie. Uh, had not seen it up until this point. Um, and I really like alien movies. So I was excited going in with that in mind. Um, I thought it was interesting how this film is kind of more so from the military uh, perspective. You don't usually see that uh, in alien films. And I really like uh, Aaron Eckert. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that's how you say his last name. He uh, was Harvey Dent in the Batman <laughs> movies. Uh, gotta love him for that. But yeah. Sweet. Uh, Dean, your initial thoughts? So I'm thinking in terms of War Month, that genre. And you know how I've been saying, I wish your picks had more. I don't know. Drew, not reaming on your movie. It was an all right movie. But there wasn't much war going on as there was more so just. The, it's the threat running. of war. The idea <laughs> of it. Yeah. It's the threat. <sighs> And Matt's was Aliens, and I thought Aliens was, it's technically right. It might be a little cheated out of it, for my opinion. But War of the Worlds is in the title. It's it's all right. It's all right. (laughs) And I saw this, and I'm like, well, this one's at least got mostly the war side of it. Because, Matt, yours was still kind of people just running. It was just aliens, running from aliens instead of nukes. And... This one, we were fighting the aliens. So, you know, that one I accepted a lot more. And it, I think this one, I would say counts. I count this one. So okay. I wouldn't say I, I, I was looking forward to it. That's, what I, that's mm. how I'll put it. Okay. Okay. Sweet. Um, yeah, for me, I had heard of this movie. Like when it came out, I remember seeing the posters for it. Never saw it until uh, today I watched it. And... I mean, going into it when it first started and it's the first like 10 to 20 minutes, I was like, yes, I am strapping in to watch this Michael Bay-esque schlock fest alien invasion (laughs) movie and I am all for it. And it kind of keeps going and going to the point where it stopped feeling like a movie and started more feeling like watching a Call of Duty cutscene. For yep. a long time. <laughs> yep. And it it's entertaining, but it kind of got old. Like I feel like this movie's a bit too long. I felt like at about like the hour and a half mark, I was like, okay, we can wrap this up. And it was like two hours. I so, would agree. <clears throat> it's fun, it's entertaining, but it doesn't really have anything beyond that, which I don't think it's trying to be. I think this is just trying to be a fun summer blockbuster and that, that it succeeds. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's my initial thoughts. Uh, Crystal, your initial thoughts, you brought us this movie. Why'd you love it so much? You know what? Like I, I warned you before I do, I have, I have suspect taste in movies. Um, I'm the one that was like, oh, come on guys. Eternals wasn't that bad. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I stand by that too. Um, no, you know what? I, I, I love stupid Michael Bay movies. Um, I will tell everybody don't go see Moonfall though. No, that was a different guy. Never mind. Um, it could have been the same guy though. Cause that would have been trash. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, but I love big, stupid Michael Bay movies. And this just was on Netflix one day and I was bored. And so I put it on. And now it's kind of become like one of my like comfort movies, which I think might be hilarious and maybe speak to something being wrong with me. Um, Cause not, I do, I just love, you know what? It's It's got like the stupid alien fights. I like the way the aliens look. I like that they were different and organic. I thought that Aaron does a good job in the lead and it's got some really nice emotional beats for me. Um, so it, it it kept my attention and I'm like this is because I went into this thinking that it was going to be like that battleship movie and just completely stupid mm-hmm. um, but I was like no actually I like this I like this movie so what can I tell you can I tell you fellas it's, it's war man it's it's war it's war. <laughs> war man war changes everything all right? whole demeanor change <laughs> <laughs> it's war yeah but um oh man so yeah going into this movie let's uh it starts and it's like news broadcasts of oh there's uh aliens crashing in the water everywhere and they're attacking major populated areas and um it it did give me war of the world's vibes just because i watched it so recently and i remember in that episode saying something like I'm glad this movie isn't from a military perspective. I like that it's from the kind of common man's perspective, but this is full bore military perspective. Part of it I like, but part of it I'm like, yeah, I, I preferred War of the Worlds take on this sort of subject. So I I feel like we should just get the War of the Worlds comparisons out of the way. Crystal, have you seen that movie? I have seen War of the Worlds. Yeah, okay. I like I liked War of the Worlds. Um, absolutely. I mean, it could. I mean, this you could also they could almost be like the same movie told from the different perspective. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, you know what? I I would agree with that. That I enjoyed the War of the Worlds perspective too, because I feel like a lot of the times in these movies we always see the military side of things. It's always like what the military is going to do about it. It's very not not as often about like the poor guy and his kids who are just trying to deal with what's just happened mm-hmm. um so yeah definitely yeah yeah dean drew how you feel about that um i think it's like i i like war of the worlds but um i kind of have the opposite feeling on that i feel like with at least most of the alien movies i've seen um like the military are typically involved in some way but like you don't see it from like this grounded perspective that we have in uh this one uh battle los angeles but i think world uh war of the worlds like yeah i see the similarities for sure like uh the aliens kind of remind me of it um the tripods a bit like they kind of have like uh, like a saucer shaped head you know Mm -hmm. um and it's all like kind of on the streets um which definitely got those vibes in war of the world um when yeah. I first, when I was watching this, I saw the alien things come down and I thought for a moment, these are the same things as War of the Worlds. <laughs> and I was going to nail that down. <laughs> it's a, it's a sequel. They're kind of hit different. you with a sequel. I like, I like the way they describe them coming down as they're, they enter and then they slow down before impact. And that's yeah. how they know it's like an organic yeah. thing. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that is cool. I did like when they found out they were drones. Mm-hmm. I think that is a lot more terrifying because that tells you they don't care what happens to those things and they'll send them right in at you mm-hmm. because they're robots. There ain't no alien life on those. 
No, not some of them. Not unlike the uh, tripods in War of the Worlds. They had some yeah. life, whether the it was, was right life. or not. <laughs> or it was life. We don't know. They don't explain it. And it kind of similar with the aliens in this movie, where not a ton is explained. You hear people theorize that they're here for the water. Um, but that's pretty much it. That's all we know. We don't know their motivations. We don't know what planet they're from. We don't know, like any of their history i was like is this gonna be one of those where they like have to befriend an alien and work together but (laughs) nope they are just shooting them the whole time (laughs) and the design because we i love i love whenever we talk about monster or alien movies because it's my favorite part of the show where we talk about the design of the monster Mm -hmm. this alien on my alien tier list is probably mid to low it's not I don't think, and, and we talk a lot about silhouette, and I don't think this ha- mm, these yeah. aliens have very strong silhouettes. Um, I like that they call them land sharks. I think that's a cool name. But besides that, it just nothing stuck out. It kind of reminded me of like a boss, or not a boss, but just like a basic enemy you'd see in like a Halo game. Yeah, yeah. Or, uh, yeah, like a game like Destiny or something like that, but yeah, not not huge fan of the designs. What do you, what do you guys think of designs I, of these no, things? I, I got to agree. Like, um, I was kind of thinking they're like they're not bad, but they're not great. Um, mm-hmm. Just compared to like other aliens I've seen in movies, like they there's some that I would say it's a step above for sure. Um, but like nothing blew me away with it. I kind of like it seemed like it had tentacles. Or something like that i kind of dig that mm-hmm. um i liked how there was weapons surgically attached to them i thought that was pretty cool yeah uh and i thought the whole scene where they're like trying to figure out its anatomy was pretty mm-hmm. pretty sweet yeah. um but yeah like all in all like I, i'd say pretty mid-tier alien design <laughs> okay sweet i respect that they're pretty mid aliens but I do say better than the War of the Worlds aliens. They're pretty close to what those aliens were, but they're better than them. Mm. And I, I think it's the ships for me. I would believe robotic alien ships more than alive armored alien ships. Oh, whatever the really? heck was going on. Dang. What do you mean? I, I wouldn't well, believe the robot, the robotic I, ship. I don't think I, any planet's going to make an alien ship out of evolution. Well, you don't know because you're not alien life. I guess not. No, right? I what guess this, not. What is this lack of imagination that I'm hearing in this show? Yeah. Right? Uh, I'm just saying. The universe is. Oh my goodness. I I guess. I, I guess. I, <laughs> I I prefer honestly, like, um, yeah, I prefer the aliens in this movie to the War of the Worlds ones, but I prefer the ships and war of the worlds to the aliens in this one the alien ships in this one probably on the same level but i do i don't want to discredit the ships i think the ships in this movie have a yeah. very cool design i think the, it's cool how they split off like, like that. yeah yeah i like how they kind of can segment into smaller ships or they join up into like a big donut ship um but the tripods are just like whole nother level for me i love yeah. those things so it's hard to compare but uh yeah and dean i'm sure you're disappointed they weren't fuzzy or anything again another just gray blobs (laughs) 
Oh, well, that's why they're mid. They're just, they're still like any other alien movie made after 2000. Mm-hmm. Mid alien. <laughs> mid alien. They're, they're more unique than the uh, War of the Worlds aliens because I, like Drew was saying, I like the cybernetic enhancements they have and they have like a gun arm and stuff. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Uh, but still, it doesn't do enough per se. And, again shining examples xenomorph does everything right it's very mm-hmm. unique it's scary it has unique aspects about it that makes it alien and just just like i think the acid blood is just the pinnacle of like, that's super cool they didn't need to add it but it makes it so it like it elevates everything else about it about I, that design i think too i i'm just realizing this for whatever reason but i i think the xenomorph it's very bug-like, and I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. I can see that. It's the way like it's talking like, like, like you just watched Aliens, and it's breaking my heart. <laughs> like we just watched Aliens? We yeah, you, that's not. what you sound like. You guys sound like, like you just watched it. Okay, I'm just making sure. Just making I, sure. I wish I just watched <laughs> yeah, it. I wish I did. Movie. I love um, the movie. I have seen yeah. the Aliens. I watched them all with my brother, but I've forgotten <laughs> about them. <laughs> Darn. Dean, that's the, the dog in Planet now. 51. One of my favorite uh, 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 fandoms right there is the Xenomorph. <laughs> oh, same. 100%. Yep, yep. The cool aliens. Yeah. They are. They're they are. like They're gold standard for me. That Crystal, is... you like these aliens? Gold standard uh, for you? No, you know what? This uh, the the beats in this movie that kind of it's really I like listening to you guys talk about like you know the things that you like because the beats in this movie like wasn't that um, I thought they were pretty kind of just like standard alien. I didn't think they were like groundbreaking or anything. It was almost like on like I guess Independence Day level aliens for me. Um, I thought that there was some creativity in that scene where dude is like literally just stabbing the alien in different places to see where he can actually hurt it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I thought that was a pretty creative way to kind of just rip these things open and let you see like what these aliens are made of. Yeah. Um, There's a really funny scene where they're fighting the aliens on a bridge and one of the aliens gets shot in the hand and he like, like he like flicks his hand back and forth, like it hurt. Mm. Um, that whole scene like has this kind of like hilarity, like hilarity to it, where you actually see like some of the aliens like personalities as they're fighting. So I kind of thought that was a nice touch. That's true. Far, yeah. yeah. But as far as how they look, I thought it was very kind of cookie cutter to me. I'm like, oh, okay, they're organic slash robotic. Okay, that's cool. Oh, okay, and they they finally get planes. All right, cool. But the planes are not manned by anything. It's controlled by like a hive mind. I'm like, all right, that's kind of like it. Kind of just like checked off, I guess, the sci-fi trope. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I was like, they looked realistic enough that I'm like, all right, it's probably something that would invade Earth. But like, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't a predator. It wasn't alien. So it was, you know. Yeah. There were more warriors, and I was going to ask yeah. you, Drew. You got any uh, theories on this movie? It gives you some ideas, but you're a theory guy. You got anything? And uh, no, I wasn't thinking of anything as I was watching this. <laughs> no, but if I can, if I can pull something out my ass, I'll let you, you know. know. <laughs> no, check check in later. Pull something out of your ass in a bit. Okay. I was going to say right. the idea of being colonized terrifies me mm. yeah but i was also gonna ask for american do we deserve it 
Yes. <laughs> yes. 100%. Yeah. I don't think anyone deserves it. If anything, yeah. I think Los Angeles deserves it most. <laughs> oh, it's a competition. <laughs> Who deserves uh, it more? Any coastal city in this movie was going to get it. So, yeah, you know. Yeah. Send them to Europe. Listen, I was I born here. Europe's <laughs> the one who was sending everyone there. Don't don't come after me. This is episode like 80 of my Europe slander. Go after the UK. Wow. <laughs> what a typical American yeah. response that is. Yeah. So disappointed. Yeah, well, I'm a typical American. Freedom. I would not <laughs> deny a pint with a European, though. I've never done that. <laughs> so you could poison it? That's true. I mean, no. I love I love my boy Edgar Wright. Gotta gotta shout out Edgar Wright. He's well, there are exceptions to every rule. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, if we're shouting out people, I gotta shout out my camp counselor from when I was in Cran Hill Ranch as a kid with my cousin Vaughn. He was he was he was British. I was and he did the best American accent. Oh, I'm gonna shout out all my UK voice actors since we're shouting out all of our our British family, right? <laughs> I would oh, like shout out uh, nobody. Nobody in yeah. the UK deserves it. Um. Anyway, <laughs> going back to Los Angeles, do they deserve to be colonized? Who's to say? Who's to say? They're um. Also, you're talking about the whole uh, scene where they're looking for organs. I watched Sonic the Hedgehog two this weekend, which means I've seen two movies this weekend where a character is a veterinarian, and somehow that makes them qualified to work on Alien Anatomy. Yeah, yeah. I wondered that. Well, I mean, okay, let's be fair, guys. Who actually is qualified to work on Alien Anatomy? Nobody. Right. Well. Exactly. Exactly. So I don't think that she was coming in as qual- that's not who I heard. I just heard that I have some medical experience, so maybe I can help. There was that one. <laughs> I think the reason I didn't bring it up was because a veteran, a veterinarian, a veteran, no, a veterinarian <laughs> has worked on. I, I think has worked on multiple types of animals. Animals, whereas a uh, human doctor has worked on just a human doctor or a human yeah (laughs) i mean i feel like if there's somebody qualified to look at an alien you might want to call a veterinarian (laughs) that might want to be the first person that you call to see like what's going on yeah i mean i guess there was there's a doctor there the the african guy yeah, but he's, he was busy doing like other. He was busy. <laughs> he was busy. He was doing. He was actually working on the humans. I yeah, he was human Michael Pena, who I was very shocked to see in this movie. The the dude from Ant Man and Dora the Explorer. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I was shocked too. That was. I usually only see him in comic relief roles. So uh, yeah, where he just gets shot and killed by an alien in front of his son. <laughs> It was uh, quite the turn of events. He's in it for a good length of time, too. He is, yeah. I was, it took me a few scenes to recognize who it was. I was just, and, and same with um Aaron Eckhart. It was, it didn't take me a couple of scenes, but like the first few shots of him doing like pull-ups and running on the beach, Kim and I were both like, I know you. And then showed yeah, his face and I'm yeah. like, that is Two-Face. That's it. Uh, and, uh, now that you mentioned that scene, all I could think as Aaron Eckert was like working out in um, all of that, he 
he probably just had to stand in a studio somewhere making grunting noises into the microphone. <laughs> and I was just thinking, how awkward would that be? Have you ever seen I'd videos of uh, Hugh Jackman recording for Wolverine? Oh, yeah, yeah. I picture that, where he's just, like, in a room screaming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are great. Oh, yeah. man. But uh, speak of the scene, while we're on it, Dean, I haven't done this to you in a while, but I'm going to throw it at you. Do you remember what his car was? <laughs> what car? Whose car? Which one? Uh, the main dude. Uh two-face oh you might only driving a he was just driving a mustang he was driving a mustang there that was my first classic but i I think he had a fastback yeah i believe i looked it up i think it's a 65 mustang same body style Mm -hmm. different year but mine was a hard top yeah so there you go there's your car game we haven't played in a while thought i'd hit you with one yo this movie had a lot of shaky cam in it yes Mm -hmm. so much shaky cam and sometimes i think it worked well for it but sometimes i was like man just stop jiggling the camera around (laughs) (laughs) just stop jiggling the camera no more lens flares no more I felt that a lot through this. I because there were scenes where it, it never stopped shaking. Actually, mm-hmm. I, it's it's harder to name scenes where it's on yeah. a tripod because yeah. there are scenes where people are just talking and the camera is just everywhere, and the <laughs> editing is still sh- editing like it's an action scene. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, it's two people talking. Maybe. This isn't complicated. <laughs> Maybe it's because. I already pace around and move all over the place when I talk and such. But I did not think that all watching that. I, I agree with you now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. But I think when I was watching it, I was just like, yeah, yeah, this makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> the shaky cab didn't bother me either. I thought it was like very ambiance. But it's you're right. Intense. Yeah, yeah it's it is. It's a shaky place. Exactly. But I like a lot of that found footage stuff. Mm-hmm. And- One time like where I thought the cinematography in this, where I was enjoying it, um, for sure was like the pool scene um, mm-hmm. when the dude was like you see kind of down the barrel of his gun mm-hmm. and we were, it was kind of giving us those POV shots I was like oh this is actually pretty cool yeah. <laughs> this feels like me yeah I, I like every now and then whenever it'll do like a wide shot of LA and every time it's just more destroyed I, I like those shots yeah right. yeah Where I was like ah there's no comeback from this same same problem as war of the worlds no comeback from this yeah yeah. (laughs) when the movie started out there was just i want to say this one part they were running and like the emergency was starting and i think maybe the civilians didn't know they were aliens but the military was it was when they were saying they're slowing down before they hit the ground military's freaking out yeah and one guy shouts we are in threat con delta and I don't know if that I don't know if that's really a command or anything. But it, I would just think they'd maybe say we're in DEFCON one. Threat but con. Threat con con Delta. Delta. I'm Googling that right now that you're making fun of it. Threat con. If it exists, let me know. There was also a scene where I, I think Oh my god, this be... is a real thing. Oh, it, it is? is? What a is it? Threat con delta means a terrorist attack has occurred in the immediate really? area, or that intelligence indicates that an attack against something specific. That is a real military term. <gasps> and I was making fun of it. <laughs> I know. 
There we go. It does kind of sound like one of those things in movies where they just put like two words together. They think oh, no, sound really... badass. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna link you guys this article. There is a threat con <laughs> alpha. There is a threat oh. con bravo. There is a threat con Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Learn something new. There we is go. Delta the worst. Delta is the worst. <laughs> oh, well, that makes sense then. Yeah, there we go. Delta is it? Yeah. Uh, or that intelligence attacks, intelligence indicates that attack against a specific area or location is likely. It is declared, it's a localized warning. It's not really the worst. Um, yeah, I don't know what, the, what is the actual worst here? Hang on. <laughs> Charlie means it's imminent. Okay. Bravo is medium. Mm-hmm. Alpha is low. I don't, I, I guess according to this, Delta is the worst, I guess. Oh, I guess it is because Delta actually means something is happening. All the other ones are like, maybe. <laughs> something is happening. <laughs> They're like, not sure yet. Well, we were talking Wait about DEFCON a while ago, Dean. And that's like nuclear, right? That's yeah. like threat of nuclear. So ThreatCon, well, I guess, I was, is just terrorist threat. I was looking at it again it the is. other day. At least today, they use it either for nuclear, but they also use it in the case of war. So I think if an actual war was declared, we'd get put into, if we were like in war, I think that's DEFCON 1. It doesn't have to be nuclear, mm-hmm. which I think oh, it's is just better war? to, I, it could be either or, mm-hmm. which I think to me is better because I probably would have seen DEFCON 1 before reading that and just thought, oh my gosh, it's happening. Right. But we <laughs> could just be in war, which that's not good either, but it ain't a nuclear attack. That's mm-hmm. what that is. So, yeah yeah it's scary sometimes <laughs> the truth is stranger than fiction here we go there we go threat cons <laughs> yeah. another weird government thing i learned this week is that you can like email the fbi and request your file and they can I, send you your fbi file i wonder though if wow. that makes you more suspicious yeah <laughs> i probably would and then, because I mean, now they're now like, i kind of want to do that because now i'm just curious That's yeah the, no i, I want to know what the fbi has on <laughs> No, now I wanted to, they probably wouldn't give you all of it. Yeah, I don't know. file and like seven pages are redacted. You're just like, <laughs> what the? <laughs> you said you hate all of Europe on your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you are on so many watch lists. You were born on December 7th. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm an me. author. I am on <laughs> the watch author. list. Trust me. I'm an author. Yeah. I've Disney has you on yeah. eight oh. watch lists. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Mickey Mouse has snipers trained on crystal at all times. If I disappear tomorrow, guys, you know why. Just waiting for you to say something like you own Star Wars. Yeah. That's it. Listen. (laughs) After the first battle in this movie, it was it was pretty intense, right? It was Mm -hmm. pretty intense. There's a first battle? This whole movie's a freaking battle. Yeah. I guess the first phase, maybe before it calms down again. I guess the, the guy running the squadron battalion whatever he's like oh he's all he's all he's feeling bad and such because he lost four men and i'm thinking <laughs> four just four you saw that happen right <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're listen, lucky you listen. saved any men luke skywalker lost one and literally went and lived on an ocean <laughs> oh, <laughs> in the man. middle of nowhere okay so listen yoda even lost an apprentice calm down luke. <laughs> all right all right <laughs> 
<laughs> so this this dude's whole character trait and the movie will not let you forget that he had a mission go wrong in Iraq. Oh no, it will not. It Every will not. five minutes, you know he, he lost <laughs> he lost men in Iraq. Yeah, my brother was one of them. Your brother was one of them? Yeah, he lost men in Iraq. In Iraq? Yeah, yeah, that guy, Aaron Eckhart, uh, Two-Face, he was getting guys killed in his squad in Iraq. And that's like every single scene it reminds you. And it's like, I get it. I get it. Iraq's (laughs) happening. He lost men. He lost men. That that definitely is an emotional beat that they do like to remind you of. Mm -hmm. They do. They do. That's the only one. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's the. Yeah, it's it's really the only one. I mean, you know, you've got you've got uh, you got that that lieutenant who didn't really know how to be lieutenant, and he had his Mm -hmm. freeze moment, and then something predictable happens to him, and and Aaron's got to lead men again Mm because after he lost four men in Iraq. they they have scenes at the beginning where like one of them is planning their wedding the other one has a pregnant yeah. uh, wife and i'm yeah. just like they're dead they're dead they're going to die <laughs> it's <laughs> it is a very generic movie i will i will give it that i think that yeah i think there are some scenes that i like but it is i yeah I there were like... scenes that i did i said it in the beginning there were scenes that i did think looked really good Mm-hmm. There were some good scenes. And then there were some scenes, like I saw this guy, I think he was jumping off a car and the car exploded, but he just like still fell normally. But the car, he was like, the car was like below him. I would have thought that would blow him away, but he just fell. <laughs> and I don't think everybody would notice that, but I noticed that. Just, there were scenes where CGI seemed off. But like I said, I think I did really like the big LA shots when it was destroyed mm-hmm. and such. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were, I think the shots were good when they were inside the military helicopter. Yeah, I think I know what scene you're talking about. There's one where they shoot a, they shoot this gun. I thought the gun was really cool because it like shoots a bunch of stuff and like spirals and then it hits whatever it's targeting. But they hit a truck and the truck like goes up and it doesn't fall back down. It like goes up and just slams back down on a guy. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's not how physics work, but that's uh, <coughs> that's your CGI budget right there, going to all the wide shots. But yeah, that was that was a fun shot. Um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that, and like we were saying, I like the designs of the ships. I like when the ship was flying really low and it was like shooting off like fire. And I said, I was like, is that gunfire or is that its propulsion? And I'm like, maybe it's both because it's like, it's firing off in spurts, but it's also like destroying everything that's below it. it it's an interesting concept. And I don't, I still don't know if it was gunfire or uh, it's like jets. There's lots of stuff like that. Yeah. And- I wasn't too keen, honestly, on how like the aliens gunfire and stuff looked. It looked too much like, normal human guns in Hmm. my opinion like i i don't know a lot of it was just like like regular looking muzzle flashes Mm -hmm. regular looking bullets like i mean sure it like caused burns on people that was kind of cool but I don't know. I just kind of wanted it to be more of like a laser or something, you know? Yeah. It's weird that in this alien movie, the humans are the ones using a laser in the end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is weird. It's, it's I, I felt odd when they were like, they, when they did take, they took the base down, the big base and it, 
all this stuff is dropping. And they're like, we're going to message the other countries in the world so they know what to do. When they find the base and go, we got to leave that alone. <laughs> well, you're like, what are they going to tell them? You got to destroy the base. Well, I think they're going to tell them where to find them, where to find uh, it, where the weak yeah. spot is. Where no, where to find it? Because that was the big deal. That was oh, the, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. that was the whole big plot point. They knew that this thing existed, but they didn't know where it was because mm-hmm. the aliens the managed the to. Was. Yeah, they didn't know where it was. And I gotta I've say, my watch this movie a lot. <laughs> <laughs> We got the lore expert of Battle Los Angeles gotcha. here. Right here. It's Drew, whatever it. theory you're what cooking you up, Let's throw it out. Because uh, <laughs> Crystal knows everything about it. Uh, <laughs> I think Listen, that actually... I'm the one here that actually likes this movie. I get an 8, okay? <laughs> hey, you wait till the scores. Drew's going to throw at that 10. I can feel it. My theory, all right? You ready for this? Mm-hmm. I think the kid was right. I think they just wanted to come to be friends. Okay. <laughs> no, I, see I would I would argue that the opening scene where the aliens emerge from the ocean and begin shooting civilians on the beach would negate your theory. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely not an instance where we fire first, because that happens a lot. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> there's always some redneck with a gun. <laughs> but in this instance, we were in LA, happy hippie loving on the sun, some guy named Rod just trying to get his you know spray on tan on and these aliens come out of the ocean and they just you know shoot him in the butt so Dude, <laughs> i love that scene where that, it, is like, a cool that scene. first yeah. shot goes out and people just fly mm-hmm. that that was pretty awesome that yeah. was pretty awesome that was a pretty good shot i mm-hmm. could say so as well and i was gonna say you know it's i guess this is a uh, this is further in the movie but you know things get haywire when a guy volunteers to like basically sacrifice himself for the betterment of the others and nobody questions it like that's when things are haywire is when a guy's like leave me behind everybody's like all right (laughs) 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 we gotta go Because their mission is they, they're pretty much just evac. They got to evacuate as many citizens as they can within three hours before apparently they're going to drop a big bomb on L.A., whether they're out of there or not. So uh, they, they get some civilians, one of which is the little girl from We Bought a Zoo, which uh, was very uh, whiplash inducing. Oh, I didn't realize that. Seeing this, yeah. I didn't even know there was a movie called We Bought a Zoo. Oh. <laughs> Like, no, don't do yourself it. a favor watch mm-hmm. we bought a zoo and then I'm listen to our it. episode on it another cheap plug and <laughs> i will listen to your episode on it instead of watching the movie i'm gonna do that instead. yeah we <laughs> do teach you about the movie yeah we give you the rundown listen we give you the rundown um but there's a scene where they're evacuating the citizens and the helicopter's going up and i said out loud it, it, well they're the helicopter's going up and then they come running out they're like we got more and i'm like how did they forget people and then boom the helicopter blows up and i'm like oh that's why they forgot people yep. so that they could have more characters in this movie yeah <laughs> so which yep. there are a lot of characters i feel like it tries to make you care about and that's mm-hmm. one thing that i did not like about this movie i feel like like I I only focused on Aaron Eckert really like he's the only mm-hmm. one that I really cared about but um it like kind of builds up all of their backgrounds and stories in the beginning mm-hmm. and I feel like it just they don't each get their own 
amount of time on screen, not enough to like warrant having a backstory delivered in the beginning for each of them. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I wasn't into that. Yeah. And it would like say their names on screen in like these iMovie credit font just places and i kept missing them because i thought like the credits were still going like just saying who was producing it but then i would actually read it and it'd be like lieutenant sarge daniels i'm like oh it's trying to tell me who this character is um i don't care like i couldn't name any character in this movie i know uh i know aaron eckhart is the main main dude but uh that's it (laughs) Um, and uh, at the end of this movie they are very dirtied up and in a bad spot and Kim goes Hollywood must not like his face because every time he's in a movie they they mess up his face somehow (laughs) like man he has a good face he's got that nice chin he's got a good chin game he's the crimson chin basically if they're ever oh Oh, I almost said they ever do a live action Fairly Odd Parents, but they are, and it Did looks you see so the, bad. Yeah, what? the new one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, it looks very bad. It I, looks so bad. I could not believe my eyes. It looks like something produced by like a college or high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, <laughs> sorry to go on this came? Fairly Odd Parent tangent, but do you see? There's like the animate the animator there's like one fully animated sequence and it's like 20 seconds and it looks awful everyone was trashing on it on twitter but it turns out it's th- it's pretty much one dude in taiwan who edited it or not edited it, but animated it for like eight weeks and they just gave all the animation to this one dude and he had eight weeks to do it and that's why the animation looks so horrible on the show <laughs> that is stupid it's like and the dude was saying like he worked like 40 hours in a, at a time because oh he was so overworked trying to animate for this fairly odd parents live action show and i feel so bad that yeah and, that poor man that poor man hard squad to him can butch hartman make a cartoon but keep no. it a cartoon <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, he can do that. It's called uh, Danny Phantom. Yep. That never got yep. live action, did it? No, I, I don't think so. Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the ones as promised, but please don't, because I know they won't utilize it to the right ways. And at this point, I don't think Butch Hartman deserves to create uh, any content. <laughs> <laughs> man i'm so man i'm back i'm glad we're back i feel like we've been missing some tangents in recent episodes but these these are like the <laughs> the, the pepperonis on a pizza you know they make yep. it special make it the more than cheese and dough <laughs> biggest r.i.p mm. i wrote down kerns kerns i think he's the dude who's in the bus when it explodes mm, yeah that was weird <laughs> he's like i got c4 in the bus go Why? get it <laughs> 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 somebody has to have c4 listen you gotta follow the trope all right you got military guys and nobody's got c4 you screwed up they're all in the bus <laughs> and yeah where else is gonna be that's their ride yeah. oh, like. <laughs> 
I'm giving it to Michael Pena just because I'm glad that he was in it and I'm sad that he died. <laughs> yeah, poor man. Yeah. You know, I'll I'll go ahead and bestow upon him MVP. Oh, you're gonna Whoa. give Michael Pena MVP. Yep. He he protected one of the military dudes' backs. I like, guess he so. just ran, grabbed the gun, took one for the team, gotta respect it. Yeah, I'm okay. giving mine to the main guy as expected, just because he told everybody how to kill him, hmm. told them where to shoot. That's a yeah. good point. I'm giving, yeah, I'll give it to main Aaron Eckhart just because he wasn't supposed to be the leader, but he was clearly the best leader and he took it over uh, and he, he did it. Also, he broke his arm while filming a stunt on this movie, but never stopped filming. Whoa. Yeah. Like he, he didn't good take it any him. days off because of it, but man, good for him. He also said this was the most fun movie he ever made, but also the toughest because he shot a lot of it with a broken arm. That's <laughs> so, really fair. That makes sense. That's allowed. Yeah, it's allowed. <laughs> Crystal, you got an MVP. Who's your favorite in this uh, movie? Who am I going to give this MVP to? I'm going to give the MTV. M- MTV. Wow. MTV. <laughs> I also the MTV I want my, musical. I want my MTV. Yes, uh, yes. I'm going to give the MVP. Uh, okay, so I've, I've literally watched this movie like 10 times. I'm not even lying to you guys, and I don't remember anybody's name. Uh, but I'm going to give it to the guy who, I'm, I'm terrible with names, who at the beginning, y'all knew who I'm talking about, was like in the, the shrink's office and was like, you know, clearly he had had some like PTSD that he was working through, but he gets back in it and he really performs very admirably over the course of this movie. And he's got that big moment at the end where he's the one that volunteers to go up on the uh, that tower and radio in and mm. then bites it so I'm gonna, I'm yeah, gonna him. I, I think that's very worthy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I see it. I see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Crystal, you are a sci-fi author. Am I correct? You are correct. Yes. You know a thing or two about aliens. Okay. Do you believe in aliens? Absolutely. Absolutely. Woo! Yeah. I think I think it's very arrogant not to believe in aliens. I think so too. I would agree a hundred percent. I I really, I really, really do. And you, I mean, whether or not you believe that aliens have visited planet Earth, I think that's a fair debate. Um, yeah. but to just claim that in uh, 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 let's get whoever you believe or didn't believe made the galaxy planets or whatever just to believe that human beings like just think about everybody like everybody on earth that this is the best there is in the entire universe is the most arrogant shit i've ever heard in my life (laughs) (laughs) like this belief that nowhere in the entirety of the universe there could be a life form better than humans you are drinking that human juice so hard Well, I mean, with Crystal, space I going can't on keep you forever. on this podcast if you're going to talk about drinking human juice. <laughs> we're, we're, yeah. we're done here. This is a PG 13 podcast. You just, I apologize. You just I brought apologize. it to X. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> but Drew, it sounds like you agree. Oh, absolutely. I think, yeah. And if there is just infinite universes, like, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course, there is going to be other life out there. And I think like I've seen some proof online that would even seem pretty valid, like especially all the stuff about the Pentagon releases this past year. Mm-hmm. That is like 
I mean, if you can read that and say that the, like, see that the Pentagon is confirming that they have seen these uh, crazy UFOs, like, Mm -hmm. you can't tell me that aliens aren't real. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Oh, I agree 100%. I I read the same things. I watched the same videos from the releases and um, thinking about how space goes on forever. There's a forever amount of planets. Oh yeah. We're not the only things out here. Awesome. What if we are considered primitive? I think we are. I, I honestly do. <laughs> I, I, I honestly do. I mean, I'm sure there's probably, you know, life forms that are kind of on our level or maybe below our level. Um, but I think, I think there is a vast amount of, of intelligent life out in the universe and i believe there's absolutely aliens who are smarter than us who just don't come here because can you blame them <laughs> <laughs> our yeah. sun is very young compared to other stars isn't it yeah it, yeah it is it actually is yeah all right man so, this is the point yeah. where you say you don't believe in them never no i'm just kidding <laughs> I, there's nothing I'm more indifferent about than aliens. I feel like if they don't exist, I'm fine with it. If they do exist, I'm fine with it. Like, just because nice. I feel like I'm never in my lifetime going to see them. I'm just, mm. I, I choose, like. I don't know about that. I don't know, I don't know about that. I wonder also, about that. I had this conversation with someone of like, who's to say we aren't more advanced than them like every movie has like like this and war of the worlds and uh every movie they're well, coming to us with these they're ships. flying above us yeah but, if they come to they, us but who's to say advanced. that we aren't the ones who's going to go to them and then we're the aliens that could have happened someday yeah i i mean i don't see that anytime in the foreseeable future I don't either. like yeah <laughs> i could see it maybe at some point like for humans many thousands of years from now right <laughs> but who's to say because like they say they discover life on mars and it's always like just single-celled organisms yeah. but who's to I, say that those aren't just very early on and we're we're just ahead of them yeah, i mean no, there I, could I, very I, well be civilizations way to, ahead of us to but be there's fair also the opposite. I, I don't think if they actually found something on mars that was they tell us <laughs> and that's just that's just i just i don't i don't think they would <laughs> I just, uh, yeah i don't i don't think humans well, are mature enough to be able to do that i think that's <laughs> to why be able um, to kind of handle that so yeah i um, why secret research facilities like area 51 exist i think because mm. uh Right. Yeah, they they don't want to tell us what they've found. They do not. Well, especially now, because if you've been lying about it for however long, that's that's a whole panic attack that but some people aren't ready to have. I think the Pentagon stuff, like there was something that made them release that information. I'm pretty sure. Like, Didn't they, Donald Trump sign something? I think I yeah. think it was Trump um, that signed something. They had, they had like 90 days to release. It's something. really interesting to be a UFOologist right now because you, I mean, people we've been fighting for disclosure for a very 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 long time and like so long um so to to kind of see the things that they are releasing now feels to me almost like a control group like give them a little (laughs) bit see how people react give them a little bit see how people react um 
Yeah, I would so agree. We'll, yeah. And so, I mean, we'll see. I, I think I can, I would expect that in the next couple of years to see more of that where they slowly start to release. I mean, because mm-hmm. it gets very interesting when you even got the Pope going, it's okay to believe in aliens. You know, mm-hmm. that's when you're like, oh, okay, I see what you guys are doing. Y'all get ready to go <laughs> yep. so the Christians don't freak out. I, I got y'all. So, yeah. I think <laughs> also um, it's really fascinating if you haven't heard of this already, but I would recommend uh, checking out some videos online about this thing called the Great Filter, which basically instates that as a society, if aliens actually do exist and have visited our planet, then that means our society is pretty much already doomed to just be completely destroyed in like the next hundred years or so. That is going to be so great for my mental health. I can't wait to watch that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm already, uh, I don't think I'm going to watch that. I, don't, I think I might skip that one, actually. Yeah. Uh, if you're curious, uh, if you're curious, just look up the Great Filter on YouTube. First video has 23 million views. It's wow. very informative. So, wow. All right. Well, I, I think Jeez. I'll have to check that one out for the right. research. Uh, <laughs> Well, it's kind of leading to is, did you guys know that Battle of Los Angeles was a real thing? Uh-huh. It yes. was a real thing in the 1940s during World yes. War II. Uh, it was, and this was years before the Rosenberg incident, which is the, probably the most famous UFO sighting. Roswell. What was that? Yeah, Roswell. 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 What did I say? Mm -hmm. Rosenberg? Rosenberg, yeah. Roswell, my bad. The newspaper articles for that are really fun. Mm -hmm. They're really, that's really, really, really interesting. But basically, it was one night in LA, uh, troops randomly just started firing shots into the air, and they said that they thought it was Japanese planes, and uh, just artillery shells were going off for about an hour straight, and then they stopped. And there are pictures of, like, all these lights on a big glowing thing. There's theories that basically either it was Japanese aircrafts or a UFO, and the Japanese have said they've never launched planes over uh, L.A., and there's really no evidence to suggest that the Japanese flew planes over LA during world war two. So basically, yeah, UFOs pretty much your only option left that they were firing on. So that's, that's uh, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That was the real battle of Los Angeles. Ooh, that's mm-hmm. some scary stuff. <laughs> yeah, man, you got me one to go watch some ancient aliens. Right I know. <laughs> <laughs> that should actually i feel like it shouldn't be too scary it should kind of make you feel like we're okay because if we were like firing our little pea shooters at aliens and we're all still here it's gonna be all right <laughs> yeah. yeah we're good <laughs> i wondered if if aliens were curious and maybe maybe they knew our son is young and eventually we're going to be gone no matter what. Like, I want, I don't know. Maybe there are planets where they're like, we're going to be around forever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But um, maybe they're documenting us. They're going to be like this planet. What not to do. Far or that. <laughs> oh my God, man. I going in this episode, I was like, man, I don't know how much we're going to have to say about bad Los Angeles. Like it's a fairly, 
cliche action movie. And then I was like, shit, we got Crystal up. We're going on alien tangents. This is going to be. Go. We're going on. I got you guys. I got you. This is going to be perfect. This is going to be a fun one. And yeah, you guys have not disappointed. This has been great. (laughs) I don't want to forget. Was anybody. Who's the dunce of the movie? I don't know. I, I was wondering the same thing. That's really tough. Dunce, man, it's mm. tough because characters in here aren't you know really what? rememberable, I memorable got, enough to be dunces. Yeah, I think I got what? mine though. I think Ooh. I'm gonna say the reporter lady in the beginning reporting <laughs> yeah. the TV report. She she just mm-hmm. stood there as people were just being blown to bits, and she yeah. continues <laughs> reporting. Yeah, yeah, you got to know when to cut film. Yeah. I have to. Well, and then the, the Godzilla reporter went until the end. The Godzilla reporter? <laughs> what, what are you talking about? Which Godzilla reporter? Remember, he was like, on <laughs> oh, the yeah. Oh, that was like, actually a great is, scene. This though. is the end. That was actually a great scene. I don't scene think he had movie. much of a choice. It was either get killed or jump. Uh, all getting down this time. It was a pretty honorable death, though. He, mm-hmm. I, If I remember mm-hmm. correctly, he was like biggest RIP for yeah. all of us that was a great death and this lady gets dunce mm-hmm. this this really shows uh, what about the guy who's yeah. like upset because his brother was killed in a war <laughs> <laughs> Dean you gave it to me that's my dunce yeah <laughs> his brother was killed in a that war that is the one beat that never kind of clicked for me like how mad he was at this guy for like his brother dying and I'm just like homie like <laughs> You're in the military. <laughs> right, like, you you should know how this works. Yeah. Mm, what are we mad about here, bro? <laughs> yeah. I, I can get not wanting to work under the commander that got your brother killed because, like, yeah, yeah that guy's probably not the most qualified to lead. But also, yeah, you can't hold it against him. That's that's war. You know, it's it's sad, but it's true. I was going to say, I'd work with him. I'd be like, you fought with my brother. Now I fight <laughs> yeah. with you. And, it's, and it gets established in the movie that it wasn't necessarily dude's like fault. It was just like a crap situation and everybody was going to die. And he was just lucky enough to live. So he's got survivor's yeah. guilt, which doesn't come off too well. But it is what it is. It's still a fun movie. Yeah, it's it's weird how they put it. Like, they don't give you all the details. They For, for instance, mm-hmm. that they bring it up so much they never give you really any details yeah. they tell you it was a tough there should have been a flashback <laughs> the much yeah. they talk about it honestly yeah. there yeah. should have been because at the end of the day you don't know if he's right or wrong for what he did because yeah. if he survived he says like oh it was a no left or right turn everyone was gonna die i shouldn't be alive but it's like dude you made it out that doesn't look good <laughs> <laughs> yeah what does it say like what does it say they're like damn yeah. you should have died bro nobody's happy you're alive I mean, <laughs> they're like mm. when they when they regrouped with like the big battalion at the end or something and they were like all settling down i was like man they made it and <laughs> they're like i don't know if he's like a general or commander or whatever he walks up and the main guy looks at him and he's like We've already had breakfast, sir. Mm-hmm. And they leave. And I'm like, did you? Because <laughs> I would have wanted to eat something after that. I, I, w- I don't know. He was I just shutting up. down. Yeah. <laughs> they Although I can, I can see wanting to go get some payback after just watching a whole bunch of your friends die. 
but I'd have grabbed a granola bar or pancakes. Yeah, or <laughs> yeah be a cliff bar. Yeah, yeah, like something. Like I'm all for going back out and retaking my city. Like I feel that, but I mean, I can't. Water. Can right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were all drinking water at the end. That's good. Get a get a quick bagel, something. Yeah, something you know, something, something to keep you going. Nobody else spoke. Did he speak for them? He, they well, hear they him rolled. Say, we I mean, had it's, breakfast. It's and a he kind goes, of go ahead. an option. Yeah, <laughs> I would have liked something. It's a cool yeah. scene because they get in this tent. They go in this ammo tent, and like, dude just starts reloading all his guns, and everybody's looking at him, and they're looking at each other, and they're like, "Damn it, nobody wants to be the guy that's just like, I'm gonna go eat." So they all start reloading, and they go with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I actually might want to change my dunce to the the original commander of the squad who Aaron Eckhart oh. is kind of like bossing oh, around yeah. the whole time. The lieutenant. Yeah. That and then dude, the moment he gets in, he's like, oh, 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 oh. yeah, that guy, right, he, he was like two minutes out of training school though. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's I, like, uh, you earn that, that rank and yeah. all these soldiers are more competent than you. All yeah, of them seem yeah. to know. They're looking up to I him. feel like, confusing. I feel like, yeah, this guy, it's an interesting take for me because he he didn't come off as too arrogant, which I liked. When I first, when you first meet him, you kind of think that he's going to be a complete a-hole and you're going to hate him. And mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily hate him. I think he came off as kind of realistic in a generic way where like you think you're going to be able to handle this situation and then you get in it and you have that moment of panic because everything that you've learned in a textbook is this is not on page 12. Like none of this is on (laughs) page 12. So what do I do? Um, So I, I, you know, I thought maybe it was honest. Uh, You know, I don't, I think maybe we could have had a better build up to it could have been done a little bit more yeah. but I, I did think it was kind of honest and kind of expected for but this character i didn't expect him to get his shit together i expected him to just be that incompetent <laughs> the entire time he still Eventually, should have gone he, through he, like he, basic training yeah like, <laughs> uh, this is battle los angeles there's no time for that yeah, yeah <laughs> no yeah, time yeah. for anything the actors in this, Dean, I know you're a stickler for this kind of thing. The actors oh. did train with Marines. That's good. Mm-hmm. I thought, I felt like this movie was a big join the Marines advertisement. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was. Yeah. oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. all of these are. Because how it typically goes with in military movies is studios will go to the military and be like, hey, can we have some helicopters to film? And they'll be like, sure. <laughs> basically film it as an ad for the military mm-hmm. and that's why all these all these types of movies the transformers movies are awful with it where they do all these oh look at the helicopters look at the tanks <laughs> <laughs> you want to be part of these people so it's this movie is no different very big it even looks like a, a one of those do 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 yeah. the military yeah. ads at times but. well i was gonna say too like i wasn't even i wasn't huge on the soundtrack either because it was just kind of all like that inspirational war music <laughs> I, I found myself surprisingly <laughs> bumping to the soundtrack really okay. yeah i liked I it at times i don't know i just didn't think it complemented an alien movie very well also it had uh tupac and dr dre's yeah california, california love yeah. gotta love that i that took me by surprise i was pleased with that mm-hmm. 
yeah no i i I found myself liking the music a lot more than i thought i would i won't say it's like great but it's like a lot of movies i rarely notice the music but i was kind of like bopping my head to some of the action sequences and maybe that was just because i was trying to follow the camera movements but who's to tell you know (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) they took out an alien command and the guy the guy goes right to saying it's over but at this point, I'm wondering, does he have does he have the right to say this? Because this in the beginning wasn't their command destroyed. Mm, the the FOC, I think they call it. FOB? FOB. FOB. Forward yeah, operating, yeah. forward operating brace. Yeah. Yeah. Their command center. I, they leave it up in the air if it was destroyed, wasn't it? Because they're like, no. oh, we don't know if it still exists. Uh what are we talking about? The first one that we see them at? I just Maybe? know there's parts where there's, <laughs> I feel like they literally said Command Central 1 it has been destroyed or something. Probably. Yeah, I don't think yeah. they ever tell you what Command Central 1 is. I mean, I know that when you, I know like when the bombs are supposed to drop and they don't drop and they go back to the base that you see them at at the beginning, you see that's completely FUBAR. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are still other bases around, obviously, because they call them and get a ride. So, but yeah, I don't think they ever tell you. At least not that mm-hmm. I remember what Command Central 1 is. <laughs> yeah i i don't know but i will say this movie at the end has one of my least favorite cliches in a movie full of cliches my least favorite and they do this in movies like the avengers uh the phantom menace where when you destroy the mothership everything else just dies yeah that hey, they takes me die. off every time they ran away <laughs> they, they say something like oh there's no one to pilot the drones or like the command center's gone they can't pilot the drones anymore and i'm like why do none of these sci-fi armies have backups yep. none of them have backup for their drones it's just one wave of aliens yes yes they're done avengers is the worst with it because those are living organisms that just die yeah the freaking chitari when the ship gets nuked like oh man our headquarters got nuked guess we're just gonna spontaneously die mm, takes me off (laughs) um there was a scene where the alien falls in the pool and the guy's shooting at the pool um mythbusters tested shooting oh you're right i didn't think about that shooting at water doesn't go in the water it ricochets off the water it, really? it, it can go in the water it just it loses gonna, all acceleration yeah, it ain't gonna have an effect it won't pierce huh i feel lied to by a lot of movies and video games mm-hmm. i do as well i need to go watch that Mythbusters episode now yeah yeah, yeah you the... probably find just the section of it on youtube then you have that sad realization that half the Mythbusters are dead or sister rapists. Yeah, it's a that is sad world sad. we live in. Yeah, hey, but threw that co- right out there. I know, and it got dark again. And it got dark. <laughs> army, military, woohoo! <laughs> Join the army. No, don't join the army. Just watch this movie. That's Just watch this movie and pretend you're in the army. Yeah, if you want play some call of duty this movie did this movie this was made in the age where every movie was getting tie-in video games did this one get one because this would have honestly made for a pretty banger Mm -hmm. video game i think Mm -hmm. i don't think it did no i don't know i didn't look though to be honest let me look video game 
Um, there was Battle Los Angeles video game movie. What? Okay. No way, no way. Okay, yeah, it's based off the film. It was released for the Xbox Live Arcade and Windows, so it's an Xbox. Ex- oh wait, no, it was later released on PlayStation. Dang. Okay. It looks not bad. Yeah, it's from the pictures. No, like it's the whole thing. Like Call of Duty with zombies or um aliens. Yeah, it kind of does. I'm looking at some pictures that just straight up looks like Call of Duty, but with some aliens. And now I can actually get a clearer look at what these aliens are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're kind of cool. Check this out now. They look like catfish with <laughs> mm, with yeah. like cybernetics, which they I guess got is like a mushroom head. Yeah, that's kind of the thing I was going for. Man, I want to try this game. I got my PS3. Maybe I'll load it up sometime. Is it only PS4? What? Okay, hang on. I think it's Xbox 360 and PS3. Oh, snap. But maybe it's available in the stores later. See if I can get it in Game Pass. I'm a PC gamer. See if I can find it. There you go, Crystal. Right up your alley. Stream it sometime. I remember a video game (laughs) called Resistance that I played. Yep, yep. That was an alien game. Hmm. I I just saw that. Huh. Interesting. Well, and that's the movie. That's the movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, Drew, you want our IMDb game. You want to give your final thoughts on rating of Battle Los Angeles first? No. Okay. Well, do it anyway. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, well, let's see. Uh, this movie, I, it was pretty entertaining at parts. I think like the first half is probably what grabbed me the most. Um, second half starts to really pump the brakes, uh, makes you focus on like the inner drama of their squad. Um, wasn't too in love with that, uh, but shaky cam, lots of shaky cam. And sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Uh, aliens, pretty mid tier. You know, that's a little disappointing for an alien movie. I wasn't thrilled with like their. Uh, how their weapons worked either i thought the ships were pretty cool um cinematography pretty good at times but also very michael bay reminiscent um lots of those orange colors in there uh soundtrack wasn't huge on um so all in all i think this movie for me was like pretty middle of the alien movie pack uh so i'm gonna give it i'm just gonna give it a six all right six out of ten uh dean your final thoughts and rating of battle los angeles it was exciting like it was a pretty much a long battle scene um the story was lacking in my opinion because of that um And I would also say that because it did feel like a long movie to be just the big battle scene, but it was a decent battle scene. So I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a six. Okay. All right. Uh, Crystal, your final thoughts and rating on Battle Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, I will say as a huge sci-fi aliens fan, 
Um, this movie for me is a very fun kind of turn your brain off, just relax into the evening and enjoy um, a pretty basic story. I think the actors do a good job. I think there are some beats in the movie that make it unique. Um, I think it has some really fun, it is just one long action movie. And I think that's kind of makes it fun when it rolled long action scene that makes it kind of fun for me. Um, I dig the unit cohesion. Uh, I didn't care if these characters died per se, but in this movie, I do, uh, there are some, some moments where I'm like, oh, that's really sweet. Y'all jumped out of the play with him and now y'all gonna go fight with him again. Like, yeah, y'all that's, that's bro shit. Um, so, uh, <laughs> This movie is, uh, I think this movie is like, it's like a, it's like a 6.5 for me, but it's definitely one of those late night, you're trying to go to bed and you want to watch something, turn it on. Mm-hmm. I like this movie. I find it very middle of the road. Like you guys pretty much all touched on. It's very, turn your brain off, just watch big explosions for two hours and alien fight uh, army, join the army while you're at it. This movie tells you. <laughs> and for uh cinematography can be very shaky and it at times that's welcomed and also sometimes it's just two dudes talking you don't got to be whipping the camera around and editing cuts every two seconds calm down but uh when the movie can take some time to show the actual destruction can have some cool action sequences some cool concepts for the aliens a lot of it is cool, but a lot of it I feel is a bit half baked, and a lot of it feels like it could have a lot more potential. Mm-hmm. Uh, pacing is a big issue. I remember the Braveheart episode, we were talking about how we would have loved if that movie were just like the Battle of Sterling extended. I no longer think that. I think that would be an awful idea after watching this movie, which is a extended battle sequence. Uh, this movie, and, and they're two very different battle sequences, but nevertheless, it, you can have too much of a good thing. And this movie kind of, I guess that's how I'd explain it. We learned too our much, lesson. Too much of a good thing. That's how I'd explain this movie. And it's just perfect, middle of the road, perfectly average movie for me, giving it a five. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. All right, all right. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> oh, man, that was Bad Los Angeles. Crystal, thank you so much for bringing that to us. Absolutely. Uh, you want to shout out where people can find you and everything you're doing online one more time? Sure, absolutely. Uh, guys, please go and check out Legacy of Star Wars audio drama. We're getting some amazing downloads. Um, numbers there are, it's gotten all these five-star reviews over on Apple. Uh, anywhere you listen to your podcast, you can you can check out Legacy of Star Wars audio drama. It's on Spotify, it's on YouTube, it's on Apple, it's on Podcast Addict. So please go and check it out. Uh, let me know what you think of it, whether you love it or hate it. I would love to know. And if you want to get caught up with everything else I'm doing, read my sci-fi novels, the fan fictions, and the two original ones that I wrote, you can go to Crystal's imagination.com awesome yes go check out all those things if nothing more than to hear me you know that's that's always Mm -hmm. fun right that's why you're here absolutely (laughs) that's why i'm here yeah that's why dean's here so go listen to that all right all right all right was war month we did it guys war month wow so much war aliens and threats aliens and and then braveheart <laughs> aliens uh liminal space mm-hmm. european people yep. more aliens it was an yep. alien sandwich it was it really great was time. 
I loved it. I loved it. And, and Crocodile Up came out this month. Yeah. What a, yeah. What a great month. And I'm sure to shout out Crocodile Up again. But next month is a month that we're all very passionate for. It's the 2000s. This was the, oh, the generation we grew up in. I'm this so is our excited bread and butter. Month. And yeah, the, I mean, Drew uh, and I are 2000s babies. Dean's borderline a 2000s baby yeah so this should be i don't know what do you You mean you don't know (laughs) (laughs) not even a month before i felt the i felt the change (laughs) if anything you're the least 90s 90s baby (laughs) i felt the vibes change (laughs) okay i believe you I mean, Drew and I were in existence. We were just not here yet. Yeah. Drew, did you feel the vibe change in the womb? Oh, I sure did, man. <laughs> you felt everything. You felt the incoming doom mm-hmm. of Y2K. Everyone I, was afraid yeah. of. The Y2K bug. I could sense it. Mm-hmm. I was worried. Same here. Uh, but it's back to my pick for this month now, as it always is. And... Drew, you were saying a while ago, you've never seen The Hangover. And mm. I got me thinking a lot, but uh, we're not doing The Hangover, baby. Ah. The Dark Knight, the Dark Knight episode. Oh, 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 oh. oh, oh. which one is that? I'm it's finally sorry. happening. Yeah. The Dark Knight episode. Want to be sure which one was that for sure? What do you What do you think that one is, Dean? It's the, the Dark Joker Knight. One. It's the, the Joker movie. One. It's the Joker one. The it's Joker the Dark one. Knight. Yeah. We're doing it. It's the only movie called yeah. The Dark Knight. <laughs> so, Dark Knight episode. Oh my God! It's finally happening. It's finally happening. It's here. I knew <laughs> this was gonna be the month to crack it. Mm-hmm. I I knew. Here. I felt like if I didn't do it, one of you would, and I wanted to be the one to do it. So I think here. I think this month we're gonna be tackling giants with. Yeah, uh, I hope so. Our picks, but yeah, the Dark Knight, baby. So. Uh, Woo! I'm very happy. This is probably the most requested movie I've seen. Everybody wants us to talk really? about The Dark Knight. So I'm very excited for that. Whew. The Dark Knight. Yeah. Uh, with all that being said, Drew, where can the people find you and all the good things you're doing online? Uh, I'd be making games. Uh, haven't done it in a hot minute. I've been busy, but uh, <laughs> he's been making, making games. You move on to game development. I'd be making gaming videos. Uh, I can't talk. My apologies, guys. Naughty Bear Freak. Just search it. You'll find something somewhere. Um, you know, film pics. Do that. Harvey.Barker.Photo.Video. Instagram. Dean, where can the people find you and everything you're doing online? People can find me and everything I'm doing online at. Instagram, Dean Calkins, all one word, all lowercase. Check it out. Check it out. And you can find me on Twitter at Hopper2400 and my personal YouTube channel, Pure Fission. And don't forget to join the club. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Hit that bell notification so you can be notified when new episodes come out every single Monday. Also, we have merch, very special merch this month because it launched on friday this coming out on monday so it's been out a few days but you have until may 22nd to get your hand or not may yes may may 22nd to get your hands on the limited edition crocodile up movie club merch you can get it on hats you can get it on uh 
shower curtains. You can get on pillows and every cent that we get is going towards the Australian zoo crocodile conservation efforts. So you are supporting a good cause by getting this merch and it, it looks awesome. Go to our Redbubble, look up Dial Up Movie Club. You will have all the options there. And you can find us on Twitter at Club Dial and Dial Up Movie Club everywhere else. I'm trying to get more active on Instagram. I've kind of been neglecting it. And uh, if someone could kick me with some motivation to get back on our Facebook, that would be awesome because I've kind of only been focusing on Twitter, but we're going we're gonna to try and kick everything else back into gear too. So... With all that being said, don't forget to watch The Dark Knight for next the Dark week. Knight. I'm so yeah. I saw Matt's face light up before he said that. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Dial Up Movie Club. And remember, I don't know, extraterrestrial? You mean like from space? No, Emily from Canada. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.